You're listening to The New Leaf Project, sharing stories from instigators, innovators, planters and starters from across Canada. Hi everybody, welcome to The New Leaf Podcast. This is Jared and Elle. We've got a great episode coming up for you today. Jared, tell us a little bit about how you first met Zach McDonald. Well, I uh, first met him uh, when I was visiting the Eucharist Church. Um, Kevin Makins, the pastor there, had 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 told me about this guy, and uh, so I was just visiting the service, and and I bumped into him, and he and I had an instant connection around stand-up comedy because I'm a giant stand-up comedy fan. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to to listen to. Big fan of comedy podcasts, all that stuff. So he and I had an instant connection around that. But also, uh, a few weeks later, uh, you know, um, I was doing the first ever Convergence event for the Mm. New Leaf Network. It was in Ancaster, Ontario. And the night after that, like the night of that event, um, I went to Kevin's house and Zach was recording his comedy special called The Happiest Story I Know. And that is the basis of this tour. That's exactly what he is touring across Canada. Mm. And when I saw that, I just, I fell absolutely in love with his story, with his style, with his perspective. And I was just excited to have new leafers across Canada just connect in with this and and get access to it in a living room near them. Well, that's awesome. Just a question though. Why would we be interviewing someone who isn't a church planter? Well, that's a good question, Elle, because the New Leaf Network, our whole our whole thing is about supporting starters and planters. And I think Zach is a starter. He's starting something brand new. There isn't comedy like this. You're going to hear about that in the episode. But there, he's starting something brand new, and we want to support and nurture both of those kinds of things because the Canadian mission needs both. Uh, kinds of creativity, the starting and the planting. Well, everybody, it's going to be a great episode. So giddy up, let's go. It is the Zach McDonald interview. So Zach, you're about to go on on a cross-Canada comedy tour of living rooms. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the show. What's it called? Uh, the show is called The Happiest Story I Know, and uh, it's a show that I debuted like last year, I think. I yep. think so. I've been do, kind of doing this show for like a year now, and uh, I mean, I, I did it. I debuted it at the Hamilton Fringe Festival last year, and I uh, won an award for it. Best nice work! Menu Congratulations at, uh, for Mills Hardware. Yeah. It's essentially like I, I came up for like the idea to do a show like the show that I did maybe a year and a half or two years ago. Yeah. I went to I went to London, England, and I saw this comedian Stuart Lee, who I really wanted. Oh, I love him. Yeah, love he, him. Yeah, he's. I think he's like he might be like the best comedian just in the whole world right now. He's incredible. I can't 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 disagree with that at all. He is amazing. And he like he I really I'd want to I had wanted to see him for a long time in the only place I he'll never come to North America, so I could only have seen him in the UK and he writes these shows that are just all one show. Like for the most part comedians sort of just make a bunch of bits and then put them together and then right. like slap a title on it and it's a special. But he writes a show that specifically will follow like one idea throughout the whole show. And so it's kind of like this single narrative show. Yeah. 
And he writes a new one for them every year and does them at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. It's amazing. And then does does like a massive run at like a theater in London somewhere. And they're all of them are amazing. And so I went and saw that show and it was really good. And then after the show, I met Stuart Lee and I talked to him and I I bought one of his books. And then he and I told him that I was a comedian from Canada. And he gave me another book for free. And both of these books, what they were, were these like they they would explain the whole idea of the show and then would give a transcript of like word for word the whole show with all these little footnotes in them that describe exactly what the thought was behind him doing wow. all of the things in the show. So it was like this like artistic revelation for me that I like understood sort of things on like a deeper level than I've understood before. So and then I saw another show called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend by Michael yeah. Biglia, which yeah. is like another really that that might be my favorite comedy special ever. And that was the same thing, like a single narrative show. Uh, so I decided to write a, uh, my own single narrative show based around my whole life. Your whole life. So just this tiny little slice <laughs> yeah. of reality, your yeah. entire, entire life. Entire 24 years of existence. In one show. Yeah. And so what's what's the plan going forward? Like you're 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 Getting in a vehicle in May, and what are you doing? Uh, Where are you headed? Well, we're, I'm going from here, from southern Ontario. I live in Hamilton. Yep. Proudly live in Hamilton, Ontario. Love the, love the Somebody city. Somebody has to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally the only guy. Um, it's a very small city. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going uh, from southern Ontario to Vancouver and back. Okay. In, like a, in a, I think, about a month and a half. So... And May and June, I'm going to be doing that. And I'm going to be doing the whole show in people's living rooms across Canada. What? Yeah. Which is like a weird, which is like a really weird it's, idea. Yeah. You don't do that. No. And, and like, especially comedians don't do that. Like there are some bands that I've seen who like yeah. have done these sort of living yeah, yeah, room tours. Yeah. And that's yeah. kind of where I got the idea from. And just like a lot of the bands that I like have done living room tours and they have like created these sort of like intimate experiences. Uh, so I wanted to do that with with comedy and I, and like, I don't know, I think it, it's like uh, your first tour, you, you want to like build relationships with people. So yep. I thought it was like a good way to like, you go in a house with people and you can eat some food and then tell some jokes. So, so give me a picture of what the night's going to look like. Uh, essentially, uh, what happens is I'm going to show up and then yep. I, I'll, I'll probably bring some lights and stuff like that and try and make it give some sort of like semblance of like ambiance. But like, I honestly have no idea like what I'm dealing with. Do you have with. a red brick wall that you're going to be bringing with you? <laughs> just <laughs> a vehicle? laugh bucket. Just, <laughs> just a bunch of different stupid comedy club name signs. Yeah. Neon signs that I can bring. Uh, no, like, well, that's a... The, that's like an interesting thing is like I honestly have no idea like I haven't asked anybody for pictures of like the space that they're trying to give me or anything right, like that right. somebody told me that they're, they're like I'm like I'm like oh like where's like the place gonna be and they're like oh in the kitchen we're gonna we, we are we're gonna do the show in the kitchen and I'm yeah. like I'm like oh, all right okay. well <laughs> if you think that's a good idea <laughs> like I don't know I've been to a lot of venues that I thought were crappy so we'll see yeah, how I feel yeah. about people's <laughs> living rooms and whether or not that's After gonna work show, out yeah yeah <laughs> But it's like, it, it works well because like, so, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to show up and I'll set some stuff up and then ideally like we'll, there'll be some time where we can, I can just hang out with people and like, we can just yeah. maybe eat some food together and then, uh, just get to know each other a little bit. Then yeah. we're going to turn all the lights down, pack as many people as we can into a living room. Into, into the kitchen. Yeah. Into the kitchen or the basement yeah. or the, the backyard or yeah. 
the abandoned art studio or wherever people are going to have this. And then I'm just going to do like an hour and 10 minutes of comedy for people. And that's and it. It's a single narrative show. Yeah. So it's all, it all kind of follows like one, one sort of path. And I guess like, I guess the path is like sort of my, it's a little bit like my spiritual journey, I think, I think is really the, the, mm-hmm. the main thing that happens, but it like starts all the way like in my childhood and, and how I grew up. And I had like a, I had like a bit of like a crappy childhood growing up. Yep. I had like a, I lived in like a single parent household with like my mom who like, uh, suffered through drug addiction and we like mm. were really poor and we lived in a car and stuff like that. And then, uh, so really funny stuff. Yeah. Just like classic <laughs> spiritual journeys and living in a car when you're a kid, the, the, the classic comedy it's going to be, it's a, it's a real, like, it's just a silly night. You know, there's a lot of knee slappers in that one. People can't wait to book that show. Yeah. And then it like, and then it just like gets worse and worse of like the thing. I just like, I talk about like being like a borderline alcoholic and like how I had to get sober and there's a threesome that happens and not, not in the show. No, you just. No, no, okay, no. all right, all right, no, all right. No. Okay. Maybe that might be the next show, but not <laughs> for this show. I just I talk about it, and it's not the good kind of threesome either. Yeah, it's no, it's not three people going out for coffee. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then there's that, and then I talk about going to India, and then I talk about uh, becoming a Christian, which of course is yeah. the natural yeah. ending for that show. That's everyone sees that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all right, that's yeah. strange. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot to unpack. So, and, and you were inspired by Stuart Lee. You're going on uh, a cross Canada tour. You're hitting living rooms. Like this isn't something that comedians do very much. And how have you been preparing for this? Like what? Like you've never done something like this. So what? No. What's what's going on? How do you how do you get ready for? Well, that's a, something like this. That's the strange thing. Is like this is like like. Like I said, like really kind of unprecedented. Like this just is never like comedians don't really just like get the idea to do their own tour and then just make it happen. Just all like no sort of like this is a tour that nobody's asking for. Like nobody is waiting for me to go on tour. Nobody is calling for it to happen. Right. The people I know are like you should go on tour and and the yeah. people that have seen yeah. the shows and that have liked I, it. And I they, saw it. I think I. Absolutely. That's why I'm so excited to be a part of it. But for the most part, nobody has any idea who I am, which makes it hard to book a tour. Yes. Uh, and that hard, you, you got to sell yourself to people. And then just even just logistically for me, like, like being a like Canadian independent comedian who talks about threesomes and Christianity is like not like the most like financially stable choice that you can make in your life. So like I, I, I have to like right now and in, in order to like take this time off like a month and a half of a tour, I'm like working two jobs. So I'm like working 50 hours a week like at a restaurant and I'm like selling cupcakes to like rich white people and mm-hmm. which are As the one does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the only group of people that buys cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even if you're, even if you don't think you're a rich white person, if you're buying cupcakes, you should look again. Yeah. You're probably a rich white person. <laughs> I can't even like, I sometimes like after, like I grew up 
I'm a rich white person, but I grew up poor, so I can't even like I can't even buy cupcakes from the store. There's too much guilt. I I have to overcome too much guilt in order to convince myself to eat a like. There's too much. There's too. I feel wasteful if I'm eating a cupcake. It feels egregious, you know. So uh, that's a. And I'm also like doing driving school right now. I don't know if you've done. Ooh, not since I was 16. Yeah, I'm 24 years old, and I'm doing five hours of. Every Wednesday night from 5 to 10, I, like, leave work and then I go right to driving school and I do five hours of driving school. And it's like it's like being waterboarded every <laughs> Friday. It's honestly the most boring thing that I've ever been through in my entire life. Yeah. But it's like so, you're, so the, you know, I don't know. That's just a horror. And it's just teenagers and, like, the teacher is really nice and he's, yeah. he's a great yeah. guy. But it just could not be any more boring and then on top of that i'm also booking a cross canada comedy tour which is a challenge in and of itself because that it's there's like a thousand emails that have to happen between you and every tour date that that goes on somewhere so what's the furthest you've ever driven (laughs) in your life i think uh i've driven around a couple parking lots (laughs) okay So your I've, first month with an actual license, yeah, you are going to be driving across Canada, the world's largest landmass. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is my first ever solo trip <laughs> in my entire life. Will be driving across Canada to go on tour, but you, you know, you gotta make it happen, I guess. <laughs> so it's like you know. Who know, who knows if I'll even finish the tour? <laughs> this might be an in memoriam podcast. <laughs> no, it'll be fine. I'm a I I'm a confident driver. I think it'll be good. In parking lots, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got that you got that nailed. Yeah, I have that yeah. sewn up. I I I, I that is always the part that other people from the outside are most concerned about. And it's the part that I seem to be least concerned about. I'm like, oh, that'll be fine. I'll figure that out. <laughs> I definitely will be able to drive by the end of the tour. That's yes. for sure. 100% by the end of it, I'll be very confident in my driving skills. Yeah. That, that stretch between Sault Ste. Marie and Winnipeg is going to be long. Yeah. And I've been on tours before where other people have driven. And I can barely handle that stretch as like a passenger. So I don't know what that's going to be like when I'm driving. All right. So there may be, the tour may be a bit shorter than, <laughs> than originally planned. <laughs> so here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. for me, uh, you know, I've been telling my friends about you. Yeah. Um, and you are the hardest to describe person <laughs> in the world. Like, what are you? Ah, uh, yeah. Honestly, I don't even, I, it's hard for me to say. Like, I've kind of like, yeah, it's like a, it is a little bit of comedy show for nobody. Like it really doesn't really work for any, like it's all, there's, there's something that will probably make you uncomfortable in my comedy show. Just, just on the, just on the factor of it's just my real life. It's just actually what has happened. Because you're actually telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and like the, and like, there's no two people that are going to, you know, see everything exactly the same yeah and, and i don't really and it's it's not there's nothing there's nothing like you know i don't know it's i, I can't explain i don't even know what's going on it's all like right. so, so so it's like it's like this this is here's what it is this is this is your version of you all okay. right it's like i i'm a i'm like a regular comedian 
Yes. I've been a, I'm so like, I talk a lot about spirituality in my show. I talk, yeah. I'm, I'm Christian and I'm like, at this point, super like Christian into it, loving it in a way that you wouldn't imagine a person saying that, like the person, yep. like somebody saying that they're very into Christianity, you wouldn't imagine the type of way that I express that, but but I've been a comedian longer than I've been a Christian. So I'm like a, I'm like a regular comedian who happened to become a Christian halfway through his comedy career. <laughs> so it's just regular comedy from a guy who's a Christian. That's not, that's not bad. I'll give you, I'll give you that. That's not bad. Yeah. But like I get into things where, yeah. Like if I say he's a Christian comedian, immediately they think like, uh, you know, hacky stuff from the 1980s and 90s. That's, it's not really funny. It's kind of pandering to an audience. So I'm yeah. like, okay, but it's not that. Yeah. That, if that's what you're expecting, you're in for a, a pretty rough no, experience no. of what's going to happen. And then I, then I often mention like some of the stuff that you cover in there is yeah. like, it's, I, I want to say you're, I, I, I tried for a while saying you're an R rated Christian comedian, but that makes it sound like, you're there and you're like say, swearing all the time and you're like which, aggressive and angry and like trying to offend people. Which is not, not the case at all. That's not what you, this is the nicest, sweetest <laughs> story. It, it really, I think you've got a great name for it is. Yeah. This, it is, it's an amazing story. And, and, and I, it's, and, and like the whole show, like the show that you saw, like in the living room that yeah. I like recorded as a comedy special, one swear word in the whole thing. I say only one swear word the whole entire time. And it's, and like, there's, and everything is just like from a nice perspective. And it's, and like, I, my goal is to offend nobody. I don't want to offend anybody. I'm just trying to say stuff. But then, but then to say that also does not even really do it justice then. No, no, because it, your life story is so shocking. It, it, it does have a, a shocking element to it, but it's, uh, and it's very, very funny, but it's, <laughs> not, it's, uh, it, it was, it has been next to impossible to describe this. And that's why I have, that's why I want this to happen. Yeah. Because, um, there's, uh, some comedy is false. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. Other comedy, it's completely true. And it tells us something about the world we live in. And I think what you're doing tells us something about the world we live in. It tells us something about who you are, but it tells us about the people we share this planet with. And it, that, like, so the truth-telling side of this really matters to me. It's, it's, it's one of the most exciting things. And But I've had to t- tell my friends that I'm booking on the tour. I'm like, this isn't for everybody. Yeah. So if you have, um, friends who aren't Christians, yeah. Who will feel freaked out that there's a guy talking about Jesus on the stage. It's uh, unabashed and it's exuberant yeah. in liking and loving Jesus. Yeah. Like it's pretty, like it goes pretty far down that road. Like it does. I, like I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Yeah. You are like, Something actually has taken place in your life. 100%. Like a massive, like a real life, my whole life changed, like completely honest and like genuine experience of like, of like transformation, like, and like through Christ, like is, is how it happened. And, and, and so it's not, it's not, uh, it, it, what, so I say, don't bring your non-Christian friends if they're going to feel like this was some kind of bait and switch. Yeah. Like. 
uh, but also don't cancel youth group and put Zach up there because this isn't for easily offended Christians. Totally. Because, uh, and you're not trying to offend people. No. That's not what you're trying to do. You're trying, you're just telling the truth of what actually happened to you. Yeah. And, and it's unsanitized. Yeah. And, and it's not, there's no, the thing is, there's no angle. There's no, there's no like, it's not, there's, it's just what happened. I'm just, I'm only, I'm only explaining that. And it's like, it's not, it's sort of like the middle is, the middle is where I want to be. And then if you're sort of on the front, on the, like the far side of either place, it's not like, it's not probably going to be like a, a, like the show that you want to hear or like, or that you're into. Right. And I'm not even, I'm not, and I'm not even in, I'm not interested in poking any of those people or like bothering anybody Mm -hmm. on any side or, or like being against, and it's not against anybody now. So it is, it's, and it's like, and it's funny and it's a weird line to straddle. And like, (laughs) that's what I have to say. Like once I get to the, like describing it and I say, and it's actually funny. (laughs) I also forgot to tell you that this is still really, really funny. Yeah. And and I think, and, and, and I do think ultimately at the, at the end of the day, like if you're, if you're a reasonably minded person, if you're if you have openness inside of you, if you're if you're willing to hear people out and and like and be comfortable, then it's going to be a good show because it is it's just a it's funny and the jokes are the jokes are good, I think. And they are. And they are. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's and I'm like and my story is just so nice and and it's all earnest and it's not like it's not it's there's no tricks. It's not against anybody. It's not well, and you, you like you mentioned the three way, but it's not like this wasn't the triumph of your life. This is not something you're advising other people to. No, it was the worst in. experience of my entire life. <laughs> it was the that was the like uh, that was the like. All right, I'm out. I don't want. I can't live my life like this anymore. I think I think the exact line was. I think it's time to make some changes. <laughs> <laughs> so again. It is a strange thing, and that's what's made me fall in love with it because I I think more – we're producing this kind of content all the time just through our lives of of, we are these strange things. Yeah. And what I think is so powerful about comedy is is it gives um, the audience and the performer the permission to tell the real truth. Yeah. Uh, The shocking, the sometimes disgusting – sometimes uh, embarrassing, but very, very human truth. And that's what I'm, I love as an art form. That's why I love your show. That's why I want uh, not everybody to see it because I don't want to subject them to that. Totally. Um, and I don't want to subject you to that. But I want a lot of people to see it. I think there are a lot of people uh, out there that want to see this kind of thing because um, they're not worried about talking about Jesus, but they're also, um, not afraid of the truth. And that, that to me is, um, unfortunately, um, makes, uh, well, it makes it, you've ruined your career. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's, I know that's the problem. So if I just didn't talk about any of this stuff, I could probably make like a really successful, (laughs) like good go at like a financially good career. But, but I've just chosen to forego that and tell the truth, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. And and I and I know and and even like my experience of like, because I don't perform for Christian audiences almost ever. Like like 
mostly, I, I perform for, for mostly non-Christians. Every once in a while I'll do a show and people from my church will come out or I'll get booked to do something or I'm doing something like this tour and it'll be a lot of more of like of Christian audiences, um, fringe Christian audiences, but Christian audiences nonetheless. Uh, and the people that I, and I talk about this stuff, talk about Christianity, I talk about God and the response to be honest has been good. Like that's great. There have been a couple. There have been a, a couple instances where I can tell people it's definitely always uncomfortable. It's never not uncomfortable. Like every single time that I like say like I'm a Christian, like I can feel just the buttholes of the entire audience <laughs> just tighten right up, and the air leaves the room, and, and people get really nervous, and they have no idea what's going on. But then with it, then I I say a couple things, and then people are like, oh. It's is not really it's not really that weird. It's not really it's not really that strange. I don't really feel that uncomfortable. And I've had a bunch of great experiences of people that are like, you know, I'm not sure like how I feel about religion and stuff like that, but you know, the way that you talk about it is like a way that doesn't bother me. And it's like That's amazing. Yeah. And that that's like that that's definitely like one of my favorite things that happens is when I is when I have and I have like comedian friends, all of them are like not just atheists, but like aggressive atheists, yeah, all of yeah. my comedian friends. And even they're like, even they're like, you know, I like I had a guy and he's like, he's like, oh man, you're a Christian and I'm supposed to hate you. But for some reason I don't. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, that's good. Yeah. You know, that's, 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 a, that's like where I'd like to be. That's a compliment. I yeah, suppose. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think it's important and I think it's good. And I think, I think people are more ready for it than, than, than even I would give them credit for, you know? Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of what, what I'm, I'm gambling on here yeah. is, is, uh, is that the people that I know will have enough, um, judgment and wisdom yeah. to get the right people in front of you. Because I think the story you're going to tell is a story that has to be told. So tell me a little bit about, uh, so we, we know that you, you got a kind of a truth telling approach to your comedy. Like, where do you see this going in the future? Well, uh, other than a fiery car wreck somewhere between <laughs> Sault Ste. Marie and Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it is, it is so strange. Cause like you said, you know, this is sort of, I've taken the least financially viable route at comedy <laughs> that you could possibly have taken in the world. This uh, isn't how you become Dane Cook. 100% not. <laughs> I'm doing everything in my power to not become rich and famous. Uh, if it happens, it'll be in spite of myself. <laughs> I think my, my, goal with, my goal with comedy is uh, I want to create like a strong and loyal fan base of people that want to come out and see me. Uh, and, and, I, I'm, and my plan to do that is just by making really good comedy and just to keep telling the truth as much as I possibly can in like an unfiltered way and like really good, not like good comedy for a guy who's a Christian, not good comedy for somebody who's talking about spirituality, but just actual real actually life, really good, good comedy. That's actually really good. Uh, and then, and I just want to have people that, that are looking for this kind of stuff that, that like, and, and, and to be honest, like a big reason why I want to talk about the stuff and make the comedy that I'm making is because this is what I want to hear. This is like, mm -hmm. I've been, I don't like, I want this in comedy. I want people talking about God. I want people talking about religion. I want people to like be like pulling the blanket off all of these like scary, untouchable topics 
And I think that there are other people like me that are out there that want the same thing. And they want it in the same way of somebody who's being honest and who's actually living a real life and is not afraid to, you know, to to have opinions or to or to mm-hmm. be their own person or, or or something like that. And I think those people are out there and I, I want to do everything I can to find those people and then just round them up and and just roll with them, you know, mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and like make something fun and like create a community of of people like through doing comedy like that where like we can find some way to connect and we can find a way to do stuff together and to and to talk about stuff and have fun, you know? I want to go to these towns and I want to meet these people and I want to let them know who I am and like and and just put on a really and I'm going to I'm going to work as hard as I can to make the show really good every night and that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. I I take I take like what I do pretty seriously and I'm really dedicated to it, you know, 50 hours a week and driving yeah. school and learning how to drive and on all this kind of stuff that and you know doing tours that nobody asked for is not easy it's a hard thing to do and writing hour-long shows is a hard thing to do Mm -hmm. but but i think that i can go out and find those people and we can connect and then we can start something and then the next time i go on tour it's a little bigger and the next time i go on tour it's a little bigger and and the i just want to find people that are willing to roll with me and that believe in what and what i'm doing well, there are people, Zach, and we're we're about to find out who they are. <laughs> I can't wait. So the name of the tour is the happiest story I know, and it starts in May. Yeah, and just give us a couple of uh, samples of the towns you're going to be in, so that if people want to show up, you're going to like what kind of what order you're going to be. Yeah. So in. yeah. So uh, right now we have. Uh, I know May 14th. I'm going to be at Refined Fool Brewery in Sarnia. And uh, I've met some people in Sarnia, and that place is really great, and I'm really excited about that. And then on the 15th, uh, I'm going to be in Windsor, and then the next weekend, I'm doing uh, 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 Kitchener, Sudbury, and Sault Ste. Marie. And then we've got a sh- we've got a show in Winnipeg. June 4th, we're going to be in Saskatoon. Yes. And then uh, I think the weekend after that is going to be the like BC run of the tour, and I think we've got like. It's going to be like Mission and Surrey and Vancouver are, mm-hmm. are all places that we're going to go. We might come back to Saskatoon. There's going to be a show in Hamilton at my house. Is there going to be a Calgary show? Yes, there's going Calgary. to be a Calgary yeah. show too. The, the June 4th weekend, uh, is there's going to be a show in Calgary as well. And there'll be, and where, whatever town you're living in, there'll be more dates that are announced. And if you're listening and you want to book a show, then get in contact with me and I'll book a show. I'll, yeah, that's the amazing thing about going on tour like this is is you can do that. Yeah, I can do and yeah, and I can do a show when the tour is over. I can do a show if you want me to come and do a show, I'll do a show. All right. All right. I'll drive to you. I'll know how to drive. I'll, I'll get a car and I'll drive to your house and I'll do a show. Just bring a couple of friends. <laughs> All right, Canada. So, uh Zach is going to be uh in your area sometime in the next month and a half um if you see him broken down by the side of the road uh just uh be kind yeah <laughs> just help a kid out even give me a couple honks or something. <laughs> just let me know that you're there all right zach that's great and uh we'll 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 see you in my living room yes. uh in a, in a month oh, or man, two that's gonna be so fun. yeah it's gonna be great yeah all right cool. thanks, thanks zach If you would like to see the Zach McDonald comedy show, The Happiest Story I Know, it is coming to a living room near you. You can grab tickets over at his website, zachmcdonald.net. That's Zach, Z-A-K, 
M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D, ZachMcDonald.net. We'll also have his website uh, with ticket information linked over on the New Leaf Network event page. Thanks so much for tuning in and hanging out with us here at the New Leaf Project. We will see you again next time. Thanks for listening to the New Leaf Podcast. You can find us on the web at newleafnetwork.ca or head on over to our Facebook page, New Leaf Network. We have events, workshops, and conversations happening all the time. We would love if you could join us as we share the stories of planters and starters all across Canada.